This is a Rooster Teeth production. Greetings, my ghosts and ghouls. Long time no see. Float on into the Stinky Dragon and try our latest cocktail, the Corpse Haunter. It's a mixture of four different spirits that'll stick with you until the very end and then some. Ooh, talk about an aftertaste. Our story continues with our adventurers split up, searching for remedies that will hopefully save a leaf from a grave threat. Bart and Mud are in the misty elder pine forest looking for medicinal plants and a lost sordo. The good news is they found him. Bad news is he's inside of a giant sturge belly. I wonder what fate awards Gum Gum and Kyborg as they embark on their mission at the local temple. Let's find out together and continue our tale. I love when you get to your high pitch voice. I'll <laughs> tail it out of there. Uh, you gotta gotta do it every now and then. You gotta give a high pitch. Imagine Gus with a brother named Bus, and uh, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> hey, Gustavo, it's your good old bro, Bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that bus. <laughs> All right, we're gonna pick up with Kyborg and Gum Gum here. They're going to church. Yeah, you follow the local signage southward past Boulderay Heights School until you reach an impressive stone temple with stained glass windows. You walk around the building and you find a small set of stone steps leading up to a pair of ornate elder pine doors. A marquee sign next to the door reads, Temple of Daya, open 24-7. Queen Daya, help us to be the people our dogs believe us to be. Signed by Pastor Ocean. I mean, are we just are we just standing outside this place? or what Yeah, you're, you're, you're standing right outside. Right outside right. the Temple of Daya. All right. Okay, let's go in. Gum gum, real quick. Pop quiz. Yeah. I know what it is. I'm going to see if you know what it is. What? What are we looking for? We're looking for a... a you can, you can a, do it. An altar. Nope. Yes, an altar. I thought <laughs> we were looking for an inhaler. An in-breather. Oh, God. How we big is it? Mission. It's, it's like a fist. It's between my two fists. It's pretty good, pretty good, Gum Gum. I'm, I'm proud of you guys. I mean, we only did cover that yesterday. We just uh, so we're <laughs> we're recording this the day after that other episode. So good memory. You got it for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. God. So yeah, you all are standing outside the Temple of Daya. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I knock on the door. Ooh. You ball up your hand into a fist and knock on the door, and the door isn't even latched. It slides open, and the Elder Pine front doors open to reveal a long stone hall bathed in kaleidoscopic sunlight pouring through stained glass windows on all sides. The floors are made of mosaic stone tiles and the vaulted ceiling is decorated with a painted mural. Along the walls are a few alcoves decorated with stone statues and plaques. Straight ahead are a few pedestals holding religious relics and a pair of bookshelves. Beyond that are several stone pews occupied with a handful of locals and at the end of the temple you spot an altar and someone playing a pipe organ that echoes through the halls. Alright, let's go. Do we need to, like, do a thing before we go in? You know, like one of those religious things? What's the religious thing that you're thinking of? I don't know. Isn't there, like, a pond of water, and you got to, like, dip, you got (laughs) to slurp it, or you got to dip your hand in it and rub it on yourself? I've never thought of it as a pond of water. (laughs) I want to investigate whether or not I have to do anything before I enter. Well, luckily for you, there's a forest gnome acolyte who comes running up to greet you. She says, oh, welcome, welcome to the Temple of Daya. I'm Acolyte Monet. Is this your first time visiting the temple? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
oh, well, you're definitely going to want to follow the temple sacred practices in order to uh, adhere to our uh, religious beliefs here. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure. What's that? Walk us through it. Okay, well, first of all, she looks down at your feet. Are you all wearing shoes? Do you all have shoes? We never covered that. Show feet. Uh, <laughs> I am wearing, I'm wearing fine boots that I made from a leather of the hide of an animal that I hunted in the woods. Let me see if I'm wearing boots. I imagine you are. I imagine I'm wearing some sort of boots. Yeah. First step, obviously, you, have, you must take your shoes off. Uh, we have racks over here where you can, you can safely stow your shoes. Okay. I'm imagining that Gum Gum has Crocs. Uh, old <laughs> golden day Crocs. <laughs> they call them uh, corks in this yeah. land. Gotcha. Okay. I remove my shoes. Yes, and I get a good whiff of my boot. And I say, oh, yeah, that's musky. <laughs> oh, I should have uh, told musky. you that uh, <laughs> Acolyte Monet has uh, golden hair and skin with tattoos sprawling across her body with religious symbols. Oh, my God, cool. I'm in love. She's dressed in a rainbow robe. I uh, forgot to mention that. I'm in love with her. I like your <laughs> drawings. Oh, she looks at her tattoos. And then she looks at the mural on the ceiling. Oh, thank you. What do we do now? Okay, well, now you, you've got to cleanse your hands and your feet in the holy water. And she leads you over to what Blaine would call a pond. Or a bowl okay. of water. Or just a bowl of water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Can I look up at the murals that she was glancing at when I mentioned her body art? Yeah, there's a huge mural across the ceiling of the temple. It looks like an impressionistic painting uh, showing a technicolor goddess with her arms stretched out, gathering all the realms together. The realms? Okay, cool. So she leads you over to uh, a bowl. I wash my hands and then I and then I run some water through my hair, kind of rub my teeth a little bit because it's been a bit since I brushed my teeth. Hey Bart, do you want to put money down on how soon these guys anger a god or something? <laughs> yeah. I, I gargle uh, some water. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Give it two Five and minutes and a half ago. Minutes. <laughs> I, I, I went in on this. <laughs> All right. What next? Is uh, Gum Gum also well, uh, cleaning think, up yeah, a little bit? I think he sticks his hands in. And then uh, he, he splashes a little, <laughs> like for fun, and giggles. <laughs> all, you, all, you, all you really need is hands and feet. If you want to have fun with it, that's not frowned upon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, can you both make a religion check for me? Oh. Negative one. Uh-oh. I got a two. That is as I got a zero. <laughs> How did you get a, a two I got a one and a zero. In my negative one. I'm a negative three on religion. <laughs> you both, as you're uh, cleansing yourselves in the holy water, you feel compelled to confess a sin and ask for <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> what was the acolyte's name again? Monet. Okay. <clears throat> Monet, I have, a, I have a quick confession. Did something real bad. One time, Mud thought that he was putting dirt in his coffee. It wasn't dirt. <laughs> what was it? Oh, you're not there. <laughs> I want to know. I'm just asking. I just, I, just, I just leave it there. I just leave it there. Well, what's the sin? There's no sin. You haven't. You just oh, said no, it wasn't I, dirt. I, I, That's not I, confession. I'll... Confession is saying the bad thing you did, and then you have to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. So I need I need forgiveness for putting poop. I mean uh, something that is not dirt in this coffee. Wait, is is your poop dirt like in texture? I let it dry out for a bit in the sun because I really, I, I wanted this to work out. It's that night soil. Oh my God. That's like you had to crumble up your own poop. Go ahead and roll another religion check there, Kyborg. Okay. All right. Here we 
go. Money, money, money. And three. <laughs> yeah, you still feel dirty. You feel like you have another sin you need to unload before you uh, you proceed into this holy place. Okay. What was her name again? Acolyte Monet? Monet. <laughs> Monet, okay. <clears throat> uh, Monet, I have another. I have another confession about something. Go, go on, my son. Terrible. terrible. In my party, there's a small man named Bart. And one time, one time when he was <laughs> sleeping, I said, Bart, more like fart. And then I farted on him in his face while he slept. <laughs> but you know that dirt that came out from Mud's cup of coffee? That's where I got the dirt from. Uh, and you have to ask for forgiveness. I need your forgiveness, Monet. Please forgive me, Acolyte Monet. I'll make another religion check. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's all is all is forgiven, my son. Uh, oh. You may proceed. Oh, bless you. Thank you. I have a confession. Yes. I'm afraid of the dark at night. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there's nothing inherently wrong or bad with that. Yes, there is. You, you have... <laughs> Do you seek forgiveness for your fear? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roll a reli- uh, religion check, please. It's a, a four. You have a minus three on religion. Wow. Uh, is there anything else you wish to unburden from yourself? I'm also afraid of forks. <laughs> forks? Like the eating utensil? Yeah. There's a lot of spikes on them, and they hurt my tongue. <laughs> Monet, if I may, it's because he was chased by people with pitchforks when he was young because of his size. Mm, you seek forgiveness for this? Yeah, I'm, af- I'm sorry. I'm afraid of forks. Go ahead and uh, roll a religion check. We'll say you have advantage for having a pure soul. <laughs> just, just being dumb. Make I got pure. a seven and a nine. I'm sorry, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't be sorry to me. You're the one who has to keep coming up with sins. What else do you wish to unburden from your soul, child? I'm, I'm trying to think. Sorry. <laughs> if I may, Monet, I have one more confession. I know I, I, know I don't need to do this, but I, I feel like I must. Okay. One time in the night, I put several forks in Gum Gum's bed, and he couldn't see them <laughs> because it was the night, and he was afraid of the dark. Please forgive me. <laughs> you are forgiven. Oh, thank you. I'm also afraid of those wiggly things in the dirt. Worms? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you seek forgiveness for your fear? Yeah. Yeah. I got a negative one. Got a negative oh one. Jeez. You have ad- uh, advantage for uh, having such a pure soul. I got another negative one. Two oh negative ones. You, you had advantage on this roll, and you ended up with a negative one. I'm glad you guys aren't fighting anything right now. <laughs> Maybe uh, Gum Gum, you might be tied up here for a little <laughs> while. I don't know if Kyborg wants to continue or keep listening to all of your confessions. No, no, no. We must. We must cleanse this this impure being. I'm also afraid of swallowing seeds. It's true. I've when seen I it eat happen. fruit. And do you seek forgiveness for your yeah. sin? Question mark? Yeah. Right, go ahead and roll uh, Yep. religion check. 13. Oh, 13. Man. Roll one more just so we can see what it is. Oh, yeah. That's how I got 16. 16. Ooh. All right. Oh, I feel you have unburdened yourself. You are ready to move on. Your soul oh. is somehow even more pure. I feel Thank burdened. You. <laughs> she pulls out a, a book for you guys. This next, I need you all to read a proverb from the sacred text 
Okay. Kyborg just starts talking. Like, she had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Thighs like what? <laughs> what? What? I got. I gotta say, oh, what was Monet? Monet, Monet. I oh gotta say, God. Monet. If you wanted to save time, <laughs> oh, you made a mistake by giving him a proverb. We, 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 tripe. No, no to own mountains. Remember what Bart taught you about reading. And about projecting Boot. your voice loud enough so we can all hear. <laughs> Boot. No. <laughs> Molly howls. Hells. Molly howls. We tripe note on no mountains. But no Molly Hills. Beautiful. Uh, very wise, very wise. I think he just, yes. think he just summoned Cthulhu. <laughs> Is that good? Bart doesn't know, but he feels he feels proud for some reason. Doesn't know why. <laughs> A <laughs> fine proverb from the diary. And you? You got it. Here we go. Acolyte Monet. Uh, two good talkers are not worth one good listener. Mmm, wow. Like, oh, strange. That, that came from the god Meta, who says that uh, Gum Gum and I talk over each other <laughs> too much. <laughs> <laughs> I show uh, Kyborg my thing, proverb. Show him how good I did. We trip not on mountains, but on molehills. Yeah. Mm, very good. Mm. No, no, moly hills. Important to remember. Great wisdom. Uh, now you must uh, proceed to make an offering to Daya in the alms chest. Oh, God. Acolyte Monet leads you to the alms chest. Don't you guys love church? That, uh, Are we getting married? <laughs> is this what this is? <laughs> nope, this is just this is just church. You're, you're led to a gold inlaid elder pine chest, which is locked with a thin money slot. Can I have a privacy? <laughs> no, I mean, the chest is out in the open. I know, I just can't go with people watching. Well, every, every there's no way it's it's like attached to the floor to prevent theft. So there's really no way oh. to move it to a private location. Okay. The entire congregation watches. Some of the uh, the congregation in the pews up front are watching you all as you uh, proceed to the alms chest. Uh, what's what's the minimum? What's what's the cover at this nightclub? I don't <laughs> think I can go with them watching. Cryboard. You just gotta give an offering, bro. You just give them some money. That's all you gotta. Oh, do. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused <laughs> with Monet, who is the acolyte, very friendly, tattooed lady over there. She's watching as you all stand in front of the alms chest, not giving any money so far. What's the minimum? How much? What, what's, what's the oh, Daya only asks that you give from the heart what you can. Okay. I want to convert. Can I convert silver into copper? Is that something I can do? <laughs> Convert, it, no, I, you you need to go to like a shop or like a money lend oh, uh, money no. exchange or something. Oh no! <laughs> it's less about that I don't have the money. It's just that I wanted to do something with money. I guess I'll put in three gold. Is that a lot? Whoa! Good God! Mm. Wow! Is that I'm a really lot? religious? Acolyte Monet says, "Thank you, my son. Your pure soul shines through." Thank you. I take out five pieces of silver, and then I make it rain. I, I just flip flip them. I go, yeah, and then into <laughs> very the respectful thing. in the church. 
Acolyte Monet is uh, clearing her throat. You okay? <coughs> I, I, I know that guy. Do- Dr. Hum, yeah. We go way back. Wow. <coughs> you okay? I, I feel like there's some water. There's a pond up in the front of the church if you need it. Her eyes are kind of looking over at the alms chest. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna flip one more gold coin in there. <coughs> I'm gonna flip one more gold coin in there. <coughs> okay, that's all I got. That's all I got. You're not getting any more. <coughs> I put in one more gold coin. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, my child. Your, your kindness shows through to the. All benevolent goddess Daya. Oh yeah. <laughs> Least I could do. Yeah. No big deal. That's so stupid. Oh, uh, don't worry. We're we're almost done. You're almost ready to proceed into the, the temple. The next steps should be very easy for folks like yourselves. Okay. What does that mean? Big strapping young men. Next you must either sing a song or offer a prayer to Daya. Hmm. Say name's Daya? Yeah, if you choose to sing a song, it must be in the form of a haiku, and you must sing it out loud. Mm. If you decide to make a prayer to Daya, it must be a quatrain with alternating rhymes of A-B-A-B. Oh. Haiku? I'm going to let you two think about that for a little bit, and we're going to smash cut back over to Team Bud in the Elder Pine Forest. Smash cut. Smash cut is also our our alternative team name. (laughs) (laughs) I cut. Bart smashes. That's so accurate. <laughs> Bart and Mud, you were in the clearing and an alpha sturge had just come out and swallowed Sordo and he was surrounded by three regular sized sturges who were laying prone, bowing down to him. Mm-hmm. And I am a dog. And you're a dog. And you came charging in to uh, cost them, I guess, try to scare them off. Yeah. So in your uh, DM brain, am I committed to this uh, charge while this Sturge is doing this, or have I been given opportunity to alter course of my actions? I pictured you charged in and tried to, like, bark and scare them off, but they they didn't notice because they were busy starting to, like, bow down when the rumbling started. Yeah, I I rolled a bad intimidation. (laughs) Right. So what do you guys want to do? I'd like to back up a little bit. Is what I'd like to do. So you're not charging anymore. What you What you thinking? Should we? Do, are we like? We're not in combat, right? Unless you want to be. No, uh, I'm asking. We have not rolled for initiative. We have not rolled no, for no. initiative. No. All right. All right. I feel like should our main priority try to be saving Sordo? Yeah, I mean, we we got to get Sordo out. So we probably need to. I mean, I could try casting. Could I try casting a spell on big big alpha boy? Yes. Well, what spell are you thinking of? I could try to make it sleep. Hey, let's use that classic. Yeah. Although it it's worked big, once before. <laughs> you, you'd, it, it would probably take a high roll, right? What do you got, like 5d8 is what you get to roll? I think so, yeah. All right. I guess we could just try it. We're not in combat. Yeah. I'm going to say that if you cast this, it, it, this will be like a, almost like a surprise act, uh, action. And then after this, you're going to go, roll initiative. Do you have any other ideas on how to resolve this without immediate fighting? 
I mean, I could try talking to him. I have good charisma. I can talk to animals too. Because this Sturgis is what, an animal? Yeah. It looks like a, a cross between a large bat and an oversized mosquito. Oh, wait, hold on. I have comprehend languages, but I don't think that it counts for me speaking to them. I think it's just understanding. Oh. So let me get this clear. Mud can speak to animals and plants, and then if they can reply, Bart might be able to understand them. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah. it, I think it, I think it will cost me a spell slot to comprehend languages. You want you want to try to do this without combat? Yeah. All right. Uh, I approach. I change out of my dog form. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be my my, my cuteness, my furball self, and uh, I approach and I'm like, "Hello, how are you doing today?" <sighs> More dinner? Oh, uh, are are you hungry? We could we could. Uh, do you need some more food? I I'd be happy to to share a meal with you if you like. My name's uh, Mud, and this is my companion Bart, and we're here. Uh, <laughs> we're here looking for uh, some 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 companionship to share some berries with. The other Sturges that were previously bowing down are no longer bowing down. They're up and flying around looking at you guys. Uh-oh. They seem to be deferring to the Alpha Sturge, waiting to see what it's going to do before they act. Okay, okay. Do you want to maybe try to convince him that Sordo is poisonous? <laughs> he, oh, yeah. If he doesn't let him go, he might die. I've noticed that you've um, you've taken a liking to our friend Sordo. He's a little. He's the little chap that you just uh, swallowed. I'd, I'd highly recommend that you, you maybe... Reverse that action. Uh, sword throw is made out of material that's not good for the, dig- the digestion. I don't know if uh, we could maybe uh, interest you in some other uh, food instead. But shiny, yummy. Oh, I-, I agree. Very, very shiny. But the yummy will end and will result in uh, some no, no, tum, tum time. No, no, tum, tum. Bad. Yes. Yes. Make it. We, we gotta have some kind. I of got charisma. Here. I got. I got. Yeah, I got a. What is this? Advantage on charisma. From Bart's perspective, it just looks like Mud is talking to this. What is a bird? Giant bird. Bat. Yeah. Bat. Like a and they're just mosquito like, bat. Well, you know how, how it's working out is I'm talking, it's then talking back, and you have to then translate to me. Well, no, it's it's speaking in a very broken. Call. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, make a like a persuasion check. Well, we're at a, uh, mm-hmm. a 14. Is that right? 14? That's 14, yeah. 14. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tum-tum, bad-bad. <laughs> right, I told you. It's, to, it's not going to end well. That guy coming out of you is not going to be a good time. Mm, what do? Oh, it's a good question, my friend. Bart, do you, do you perhaps have anything to help the situation here? Ah, uh, well, you know, Bart has uh, some practice with the Heimlich Maneuver. Uh, right. It's a very, very gentle procedure of extracting whatever it is uh, you accidentally swallowed. This alpha sturge is about five feet tall. I don't remember how tall you are off the top of my head. Were you I'm like four, four foot four? four? Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be it's a it's you know eight inches taller than you. So it would be maybe a little difficult to try to heimlich it. I mean, I guess you could give it a shot. You're kind of a beefy boy. Yeah. I cast guidance on Bart and give uh, him a, a D four. To the a, a, a rolled ability check coming oh, up. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, would this be medicine? Yeah, let's try a medicine check. Okay, roll out. Oh shoot, it's only a six. Ooh, so you go up and uh, you try to uh, 
give a Heimlich maneuver to this Alpha Sturge. He doesn't seem very happy about it, and you're not able to really get Sordo out, and he, he seems even less happy about that. No hit me. We should have had me do it. I have a plus five. <laughs> I have a oh, plus have a, four. Plus I mean, four, okay. It would have been a 10 total with, with your additional four. I'm guessing that uh, still didn't work, I guess. No, nah, it would still be too low. Okay. Hurry, help. Oh, okay. Or maybe eat you. Oh, let's not do that. Wait a minute. Hold on. I have a tool to fix a wheel slash multi-tool that I got in the first episode that I took from that guy who was helping us with the cart. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, was it Bezler? Beesler? Yeah. Uh, Bezler? Is it yeah. possible to, like, reach down his throat with that tool to grab Sordo? <laughs> mm, you're going to have to make, like, a, a <laughs> persuasion check because he's not going to be happy about... You want to do that. Yeah, you can try to persuade him, but it's going to take a a pretty hefty persuasion check to let him do that. Oh, man. What if? For persuasion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's up to you. I mean, I'm I'm just telling you what you would have to do. I mean, I could try to persuade him, and if he says no, he says no, right? It's not like. uh, Yeah. All right. So, how are you going to do this? You're going to pull out the tool and uh, show it to him and offer to, like, pull it out? Yeah. Yeah. This, this fine tool here uh, should get that little guy right out of your belly. All you got, all you got to do is uh, open up. Open up wide. And try not to breathe. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, make a persuasion roll to see if uh, you persuade him. God damn it. Okay. Uh, one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. No. Uh, should I use, should uh, I use uh, my yeah, inspiration right. die? <laughs> it's up to you. What do you think, John? Oh, totally burn that. Okay. I'm using oh, my okay. persuasion. I'm going okay. to try that again. Second roll, persuasion. Seven. <laughs> so seven. seven. So I am not rolling this good a, today. This is a cursed episode. This entire episode is cursed. <laughs> no, ouchie. Okay. What if we just try another version of the Heimlich maneuver, but we go more of a frontal assault style? And I'll go from the, I'll go, I'll hold from the back and then Bart will go from the front and give a nice little tap to the tum-tum. We'll get him, we'll get Sorto right out of there with a group effort. Yeah, if you do this, if you say, for example, in this scenario, if Bart is the one doing the Heimlich and you're in the front helping, you would, al- you would basically give Bart advantage on her role since you're there assisting. Yeah. Or sorry, you would give Bart advantage on his role. Sorry, I get confused. Yeah. Barbara playing Bart. <laughs> I'm playing a little boy. I guess Barbara's making the roll for Bart, which makes it even more. Sorry. You're welcome, Gus. Yeah. <laughs> Try to make it as confusing as possible. I think if we both help, we can get this figured out. It, it, to complicate things a little bit, for some reason, you're starting to feel a little tired, Bart. Oh, no. Not quite your full self. Maybe it's a, I don't know, you're just, uh, you've had a long day. What okay. roll did I fail on? I is, it from the, is it from the, the glowing shrooms we passed before? It might be. It might be. We we did some shrooms earlier, and it's just it's, it's still got effects on us. Yeah, could we could, could we could we do this one two punch kind of thing? Because Bart is tired, he now has disadvantage on ability checks. But if you assist, then that would give him advantage, which means it just ends up being a straight roll. Okay, it's not really helping a ton. Oh my god! What 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 if what if instead I'm the one that's doing the Heimlich? But Bart's helping me. Yes, you could try that. Yeah, that would be okay. fun. Okay. Let's okay. do that. And I've also given myself a nice little little pat on the butt. Uh, yeah. Could I also give him Bardic Inspiration as a 
Bonus action, a creature other than myself within 60 feet can hear me, uh, gains an inspiration die 1d6. For 10 minutes, you could add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Yeah, I'm not sure if that stacks with um, what mud does. What if we say it does? But sure, why not? It's stacks. <laughs> okay. okay. Stacks. Okay, well. We're doing this. We're doing this. Okay, okay. This is this will now and forever be called the 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 uh, the bud maneuver, the bud maneuver. <laughs> so what am I rolling? A medicine? Yes. And I have advantage. Yes. And I have the two bonuses. Yes. The, you should be making this alpha sturge barf. <laughs> I should. Let's roll. That is uh, an oh eight. Oh my god. Plus the d six. You rolled a. You rolled a three. <laughs> I did. Oh my god. Plus the d six. Oh, God. Which is four. That's wait, wait, 12. Wait, wait. You had okay. advantage, so you got to re-roll. Oh, I did have roll advantage. Another, roll another 20-sided die. Okay. I rolled a two. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so oh eight God. plus four is 12 plus a D4, a two. So I got a 14. <sighs> That's still not enough. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, 14 is pretty good. It's uh, pretty we'll say good. yeah. <laughs> you start squeezing and constricting on the digestive tract of the alpha sturge, and maybe he's like also in his own head about wanting to pee. You know how that thing gets when you know you think you're gonna. I'll even feel a little sick. I'll sweeten the deal for you guys. I also, while I'm doing it, I'm gonna burn a spell slot and cast cure wounds while I'm doing that, so that he's feeling good while oh. like I'm like I'm curing him oh. while it's happening, so he feels. The, like he actually feels better now. Like he's uh, he's gotten the HP back. Yeah, love that. Good, yeah. So I'm casting that. You got you got a uh, yeah eleven. Oh damn yeah nice all right yeah he uh you start squeezing on him he gets into his own head but he's feeling better and out pops Sordo covered in uh, oozy slimy goop. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for getting me out of there. We did it. <laughs> First try. <laughs> Sorta. <laughs> now fly, 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 buddy, fly. Hip squeak, do drop. I owe you one. He eyes the Alpha Sturge warily. D- does the Alpha Sturge have a name? Do you have a name, my friend? Me, Levi. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Levi. I hope you feel better now. Sordo kind of whispers to you. Quick, let's get the breezeberries right here and get out of here. Oh, Levi, would you mind if we took some of these berries for uh, to go? Mm. Only few. Okay. Happily. How about while Sordo and Mud are collecting the berries, I play a little ditty for them to distract them. Okay. So they don't really see how many we're taking. Yeah. Okay. You gonna do a performance? Oh, 27. Oh, it's a natural 20 plus 7. Yeah, the the Sturges are not even looking at Mud and Sordo as they uh, pick the breeze berries. Yeah, you're able to get a sufficient amount, and Sordo says, Looks like you got the hush thistle already, so let's make like a tree and leave. Oh, sweet. We definitely got the hush thistle. <laughs> we definitely knew it was hush thistle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. That's fantastic, Levi. You, you have a great rest of your day, my friend. Mm-hmm. Feel good. Yeah. All right, Sordo leads you guys out of the clearing and back out of this little uh, area where you were. Everyone want to thank you for listening to the show. Uh, we're not done yet, but I do want to remind you the best thing you can do to try to help us out is to tell a friend uh, or engage on social media about the show, tweet about it, um, 
wherever you use social media, talk about it there. That would try to help us spread the word. If you use hashtag StinkyDragonPod, uh, we might use your name in the show as an NPC in a future arc. Just like Levi, the Alpha Sturge, who was Kalan Quasage on social media, or the brief appearance by Parishioner Sheridan, who was uh, uh, Sheridan Green on Twitter. Uh, you can tell us maybe if you want, maybe a, like a simple magic item you'd like to use in the show. Uh, maybe a few items that are going to show up that were suggested by Jason Elger. Uh, and of course, you can also rate us on the podcast platform. Wherever you listen to this podcast, so far we've had amazingly positive and glowing reviews of the show. Thank you so much. We'd uh, we'd love it if we get more. We're greedy that way. But again, thank you so much for all of the positive vibes, all the good engagement. And with that being said, let's go ahead and pay the bills. In a world full of secrets, two sleuths with an appetite for the unknown have come together to uncover the hidden truths of the internet. Join co-hosts Trevor Collins and Alfredo Diaz as they dive into the internet's most intriguing mysteries, conspiracies, and supernatural events. Every week, our host will guide you through one of the numerous unsolved incidents and through what some would call expert analysis to try to figure out what's real and what's nothing more than a tall tale. Maybe they even uh, investigate some creatures that you would hear about like in a, in a mythical setting, like, like some kind of fantasy creature. Hmm, maybe they'll find a unicorn. Maybe they'll find a dragon. Unravel the mystery and connect the dots each week with Red Web available Mondays on Rooster Teeth, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Meanwhile, oh, no. back at the Temple of Daya, <laughs> Acolyte Monet is eager to hear what you have prepared for her. I would like to sing a song. Sing a song? Oh, the parishioners would love to hear that. Gum, gum is in church. Gum, gum likes to sing the song. Gum, gum is in church. <laughs> Go ahead and make me a, a performance check. That was, that was a bop. Uh, performance. Twelve. Twelve. Oh, the parishioners, oh, they seem to be nodding to each other and, and smiling at you. They seem to like it. Athlete Monet says, very good, Gum Gum. Did you come up with that all by yourself? Yeah. That's excellent. You've done such a great job today. We're all so proud of you. Thank you. Kyborg, do you have something you'd like to offer to Daya? Oh, yeah. Just putting on the finishing touches. Let me re- <laughs> review this real quick. What would you like to offer to Daya? A song First, or a prayer? A song? It doesn't really fit your format, but it is for Daya. Uh, <clears throat> Holy Daya! You've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? I'm looking around and no one's getting the joke. <laughs> no one's into it. Okay, all right. Uh, this is a, this is a, uh, a prayer that I made. Prayer. <clears throat> <laughs> There once was a man named Brink. He jumped into a cold pond. The water made his privates shrink, and off came his fleshy wand. (laughs) Um, Make make a persuasion check. (laughs) All right, this is a church, my dude. Yeah, I know, but I hate Brink Tussler. It was also supposed to be a prayer to Daya. Yeah, that's a solid seven. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> the, uh, the, parishioners, the parishioners are very unhappy. They seem okay, to be right. really, really upset. They're, they're getting cool. impatient with you. I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. It's not, <laughs> not so much a prayer. It's more of a confession. <clears throat> there once was a boy named Gum Gum. He wanted a pogo stick, but his friend Kyborg was a dum-dum. 
He lost the toy and now he feels like a dick. Huh? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Persuasion check coming up. And yeet. It's a negative one. Wow. The parishioners are actively booing now. There's a couple who are actually walking out of the church. Wait, 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 wait. I can't, I can't. Uh, 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 um, let's see. Uh, come, come, just start singing again. Come, <laughs> come is in church. Come, come likes to sing the song. Come, come is in church. The parishioners who are leaving stop and turn around and, and look. Gum gum is church. That's my favorite song. Gum gum likes to sing the song. Gum gum is in church. This is your fault, Kyborg. <laughs> I think he's doing better than Kyborg. Yeah, he is. The parishioners, uh, some of the more concerned ones, step up and ask if you'd like some help, Kyborg. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got this. I'm, I'm two lines away from completing this really sick haiku. <laughs> you're two lines away from completing a haiku, sir. <laughs> you're one line in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a haiku. All right. It's really good. I've been, I've been sitting on this one for a while. <clears throat> five, seven, five. <clears throat> and one, two, three. Once there was a mud... He liked to eat lots of crud, and now he stinks bad. Nailed it. Uh, all right, go ahead and make a, <laughs> a performance check. Okay, here we God. go, performance. And bada bing. 17, I nailed it! I nailed it! <laughs> you, you did it. The uh, parishioners look around to each other and nod and kind of shrug. You get a smattering of applause. Thank you, thank you! Where am I? Where is this place called? The Temple of Daya? Uh, no, like, what's the city? Boulderay. Thank you, Boulderay! Good night! <laughs> uh, Acolyte Monet says, Well, that was certainly colorful. You have one step left. Oh, my God. You must demonstrate humility at the altar. You must perform gestures in the correct order. The gestures are, in no particular order, kissing the celestial crown, drinking from the sacred chalice, Swearing allegiance to Daya with your right hand on the diary and bowing for the altar. Kissing, drinking. What was the other one? Kissing, drinking, swearing, and bowing. Okay. Well, I'll go first because I am the most humble. I pride myself in my humility. I am incredibly <laughs> humble. I think Gum Gum can. That, that, can that's what you're known for. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he's humble. So uh, what order do you want to try to do these in? I want to uh, drink. No, swear. So the first thing you're, you're going to do is you're going to put your right hand on the diary and swear allegiance to Daya. Oh, oh, it's, it's very specific. I was just going to say a bad curse word. But uh, yes, <laughs> I will do that. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. I think I messed something up here. And it's a 14. Monet uh, just shakes her head at you. Okay. I, uh, I kiss. You want to kiss the celestial crown? Kiss the celestial crown. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Assuming I goofed up, that's an 11. Acolyte Monet shakes her head. No. Gum Gum, you want to give it a go? or you? Yeah. I want to drink the, the water. If you drink from the sacred chalice, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Chug, 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 
Chug. 14. Mm. She shakes her head. No, oh. no. And then kiss the crown. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> I kiss the crown. <laughs> okay, you want to kiss the crown? Go ahead and roll a constitution save. 12. Mm. Acolyte Monet looks very disappointed. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Try bowing. We haven't done bowing a yet. bow. A bow. You guys are so bad at church. <laughs> I bow so low that I fall over and hit my forehead on the thing. <laughs> Look at him. Look at the humility. Look at him, how he bows. Okay. Oh, Acolyte Monet seems pleased with your bow. Bow. <laughs> now I drink from the sacred chalice. How big is the sacred chalice? You're kind of big. You could hold it with one hand, but it's kind Can of... Can I stick my whole head in it? Upside down? No, it's not that big. Most people oh, okay. would have to, like, hold it with both hands, but it's not big enough for your head, though. No. Okay. Go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. I drink a lot. Okay. I rolled a 23. Oh. When's the last time we had a roll that went over the 20s? Oh, Bart's yeah. performance. Acolyte Monet shakes her head. One of the parishioners pops up and walks up to you, Gum Gum, and says, uh, Excuse me, sir. I might introduce myself. My name is Sheridan. Uh, if you'd like, I can I can help guide you through this process. Okay. We don't need your help. We don't need it. <laughs> I know what it is. Get you and your hotels out of here, all right? Oh, oh. <laughs> bow. Okay. Oh, 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 Acolyte Monet seems happy with that. Okay. A kiss. Ooh, you uh, you kissed the celestial crown? Oh, yeah, she's uh, she's nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I swear. Ooh, swearing allegiance with your right hand on the diary. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that? Then a drink. This is like that uh, that meme of Vince McMahon. Yo, yeah, oh, very good. Oh, you hear murmurs of uh, approval from the congregation. Woo! Humility! <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I do the same. What, what was the order again? I bow and I, I hit my head again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kiss. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, swear and then I drink. Ooh, oh yeah, everyone's very, very happy. Uh, Sheridan particularly, you did it, Gum Gum. Sheridan seems very, uh, very uh, happy with you. Thank you. Less, less happy with Gum Gum is. <laughs> no, 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 no. One the whole more congregation, time. the whole congregation joins in this time. <laughs> it's a new, new prayer song. Yeah. Uh, Acolyte Monet says, uh, "You've you've demonstrated humility and uh, respect for the temple, so you're free to uh, wander about the temple." At your discretion, as you wish. <laughs> and steal yeah. the thing you're looking for. <laughs> I look at the at the organs to see if the rebreather is a part of that. I, I, I have a hunch. Make a perception check. Perception. Here we go. And a ba -ba boom. That's a 10. Dang. You don't notice an inbreather. You do see that there is a, uh, a tiefling uh, also in a rainbow robe uh, seated at the organ playing it. He's bald with a black ponytail. He's got gray skin. Looks like several piercings on his ears, eyebrows, nose, and lips. Hmm. They say, uh, play it again, Sam. That's <laughs> a Casablanca reference. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't exist in D&D. &D. Okay, can we... Kind of look around, see if I see the thing that uh, we're looking for. Go ahead and make uh, an investigation check. Five. Five. <laughs> you don't notice anything out of the ordinary, like what you're looking for necessarily here. 
Can I ask one of the, is there that one lady who, the... Uh, Acolyte Monet? Acolyte Monet. Can I ask her if she's still around? Yeah. I mean, she's like milling about doing uh, various tasks. Uh, Miss Monet? Yes, Gum Gum. Someone I know is hurt and they need to breathe better. Do you have a breathy thing? A breathy thing? I can't yeah. say that I do. I'm, I'm not sure what that would be, but no, I, I don't have anything like that. It, it, it's like L-shaped, like a shape mm. of an L on her forehead. <laughs> can't, say I, can't say I've seen anything like that. You might want to ask Pastor Ocean over there at the organ. Maybe he knows of something like that. Okay. And go ask Pastor Organ. Pastor Ocean. Ocean. Uh, you walk up to him and he's seated at the, the organ. Ah, new faces. Welcome to the temple. You know the one. You know the one. Charge! Mr. Ocean? Yes, my child. Someone I know is sick and they can't breathe. Do you have a breathy thing? Oh, no. Illness. Yeah. Such a terrible thing. Is this something only we can assist with? Or is this something only this specific item you're searching for can help with? It's the only thing that can help. Who is your friend that is sick? Is there something we can maybe do? Who's our friend that's sick? I leave. I think it's leave. It's leave. Oh, I, I know her. Marcy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, she used to spend quite a bit of time here at the temple. I haven't seen her in a long time. She's ill, though. Yeah, she's sick. Oh, how terrible. Where would she go to the temple? Oh, Marcy grew up in Boulderay and became a devout deist at a young age. When she became an adult, she requested to be an acolyte in the temple and served faithfully. Mm-hmm. After the Boulderay mining accident and the loss of her husband, she changed dramatically. Mm. Perhaps she lost her faith in Daya. But she came to the temple less and less. One day she came back to visit, and she had a sudden interest in the sacred magical arts, both divination and necromancy. Mm. I know magic. Oh, you know magic too? I do. We practice more of the divine variety. I assume you practice the arcane? Yes. Hmm, that is fine in its own right, but we like to practice magics provided by Daya. Okay. So where's this breathy thing? <laughs> Once the conversation was over, she dropped a pack at my feet and left. Oh. It had some of her stuff in it, robes and other things. Maybe it's in there. That was the last time I saw her. Didn't hear from her again until, well, well about now. Oh. Can we see her pack? Maybe where's the pack? Maybe her thingy is in it. I kept the pack, but I don't remember where I placed it. All I remember is that I kept it in the temple just in case she ever came back and had a change of heart. Yeah. Jesus. I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. What's your idea? I, I pull out my crowbar and I say, Daya, please bless this crowbar to help me find the pack. And then I close my eyes and I let the crowbar guide me. <laughs> like the, like uh, Indigo Montoya from Princess Bride. <laughs> exactly. Or like like, a, that. like a elite, uh, whatever you call those rods. Divining rod. A, a divining ah, rod. Divining oh. rod. Divination. Okay. Make uh, an investigation check. Investigation guy. Here we go. The most investigative. Negative one. Uh, three. <laughs> Pretty good. 
you you don't hear any uh, holy spirits speaking to you, mm. and uh, the crowbar just seems to be heavy metal in your hands. I start I start it's... waving it around and hitting things, though, hoping I'll continue to find it. You start hitting things? Oh no! You know, like oh, no. I'm, not not like people, but you know, I might start bumping. Like the it. altar and the organ. You got to be no. very specific about what you're doing when you're <laughs> waving. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Oh. A crowbar sounds... around church. I mean, this I'm just trying bad. to use the grow part to, to guide me. <laughs> I try it again. I say, oh, holy Daya, use this crowbar to guide me to the rebreather, breather, pro-breather Make inhaler. a constitution check. All right, here we go. Constitution check. That's a 20. That's a 20. Uh, look at you. Pastor Ocean seems to be furrowing his brow at you, uh, pondering what you're, what it is exactly that you're doing. My eyes are closed. I can't see this. I go and hug kyborg real tight so we can't move <laughs> i where did you put uh where could the pack be did oh, you think you might know where was it it was um somewhere here i just can't remember okay the crowbar. follow it go ahead and make an investigation check oh 14 that's pretty good mm. for the minus three 11 because he's carrying me, so I'm assuming I'm on there as well. <laughs> Gum Gum, you notice that there's alcoves here in the temple with stone statues that look like they'd be a good place to hide something. Oh, like alcoves in the stone statues, like around, uh, like on the edges, or yeah, like all around. There's like four of them placed around the temple. Okay, Kaibok, mm-hmm. open your eyes. Why did you have me facing your face? You're so okay. close to my face. <laughs> there's. Look up there. There's statues and there's, there's stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Let's climb it. Alcoves. Yes. How how tall are these? Are these things? They're pretty sizable. Uh, they've got like plants behind them. Let's say like 15 feet or so. Okay. Oh, here, gum gum. I'll get on yeah. your shoulders. All right. I'm and seven. You, and then I'm five ten. Okay, so that's. that's so then Ten? you jump and I jump at the same time. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I've done this in Half-Life. Gum Gum, make a perception check. That's a one. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> make one more. <laughs> That's a four. All right. Let's do this. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. How, okay. Many, how many things are negative on your, your character <laughs> sheet, my dude? So maybe you get a rope. You get rope and then get on my shoulders and then I'll jump, and then you jump, and you use the rope to pull up. But I, what, what do I attach the rope to? How about I get on your shoulders, and, and then you do a cheerleading what? maneuver where you lift me with your hands, because you're very strong. Okay, I'll throw you. Okay, all right, here we go. So I put him on my shoulder. Which one do you want to go to? Like I said, there's four. There's one in the northwest corner, the northeast corner, southwest. And they south. all look southwest the same? Airlines. Yeah, they all look the same. <laughs> okay, we'll go southwest. Okay. I put him on my shoulder, and I'm going to lift him up with my arms and then jump. And we're going to both be saying, hep, hep, the whole time. Hep, hep, hep. So, hep, so hep, with hep. my arms raised, that's like 10 feet Yeah. high. Yeah, it's pl- and I could do a pull-up. I could do pull-ups all day. That wasn't in character. That was that was me. That was Blaine metagaming. Did I need to do, like, athletics or something? Yeah, as you uh, get in front of that statue there at the southwest corner, gum gum, you feel a surge of radiance in your heart, almost as if, like, a, a, a holy power is wow. uh is filling your body. You having a heart attack? <laughs> Why are you clutching your chest? <laughs> the, there's almost like a holy light shining in through the stained glass windows, illuminating the statue in the northwest corner of the temple. The northwest. And then I, I carry 
Gaborg over to the northwest. <laughs> All right. Both of you make a perception check. That's a three. That's a four. <laughs> okay. All right. You're going to do this cheerleader papa thing. Yep. Put uh-huh. Gaborg up in the air. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of you, I guess, make an athletics check. Up, 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 14, up, 25. Up, 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 up. All right, Gum Gum, you easily manage to lift Pop Kyborg up in the air. He gets a little bit of air, actually. Like, uh, you, you toss him up so strongly. I jump. I jump and throw him up. Yeah. While he's at the height of his time in the air, Kyborg, you think you notice a pack behind the plants that are behind the statue here in the alcove? That I, I want to grab onto the ledge. Grab onto the ledge. Okay, well, I mean, the, the statue's on the ground. It's like an alcove, like it's carved out into the, the side, like into the wall of the temple. The statue is 15 feet tall. But the pack itself is on the ground behind the statue? Yes, behind the plants that are behind the statue. Got it. Okay. Then I want to pull out, I want to, uh, I'll land. Gracefully, might I add. In my arms. No, <laughs> I stick the landing like a, like a beautiful gymnast. I don't know. I think if you're the one falling, he's the one who gets yeah. to decide where you fall. <laughs> I landed in his arms. Here you go. And, and then I set him down. And then, I, and then I do Give my hands kiss. up in the air like I just landed it perfectly. <laughs> and then I, uh, uh, is, it, is it within arm's reach? Yeah, you can walk around behind the statue and kind of poke through the plants and get the, get the pack if you want to. Jesus, why do you do that for thing? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gum gum. Yeah. Watch me disappear. I go okay. behind the statue. I grab the Where'd pack. Where'd you go? <laughs> I come back and I say, I got it. Wow. What's in it? I must, uh, uh, you open it. Okay. Okay. Gum Gum opens it. Uh, inside, there's like a copy of the diary, a tattered rainbow robe, and an L-shaped metal device. <gasps> wow. You have found a leaves in breather. Congratulations. Before I leave, I say, hey, Monet, catch you later. Then I do a backflip. <laughs> Roll that athletics check. Fifteen. Oh yeah, you stick it. And then I go. I'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> and then I do flip. a backflip. <laughs> roll athletics. Roll Eighteen. 18. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm just following uh, Kyborg. I'm just Kyborg does it, so I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted to see that robe that I found. Is there anything? Yeah. Sp- can I investigate it and see if there's anything magical with it? Sure. Just roll roll a perception check first of all, and then an Arcana check. Okay. Ooh. 19, that's a nat 20. Wow. On the perception. Yeah. And then Arcana. Arcana. These are both. These are both. Oh, my God. That's a 15. That's 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 with a minus three. It doesn't stand out as being anything particularly magical to you, but you did notice it's the same kind of robe that Monet and Ocean were both wearing. Just this one looks to be a little older and more in disrepair. Okay. Can I put it on? Sure. I'm going to wear it. It's a little small for you. You're kind of gay. Okay. So there's the robe and then the breathy thing, and then what else? A copy of the diary. It's the holy book for uh, the temple. Okay, so it's just the book that we read. Can I open it and see if there's anything noteworthy in it? Yeah. Long ago, an ancient deity named Serendaya entered the material plane and saw the chaos of the world tearing itself apart. She stepped into the disarray and was able to bring peace and harmony to all the lands. She used a celestial power to bring all the lands together as one, and she called it Faiza. The people of Faiza called her Queen Daya and built temples all throughout the lands of Faiza in her honor. It is said that she roams the lands from time to time, visiting the temples and dwelling with the people there. We look forward to her visiting us. Very profound. What's that mean? 
With that, everyone hastily makes your way back to the Infinite's headquarters. You meet up at the same time and you all descend the stairs to Dr. Ahem's <clears throat> lab. The door is open and inside you find Dr. <clears throat> sitting next to Aleve, holding her hand as she lies on her cot, coughing hysterically. She seems to be mobile now, but still having trouble breathing and her face looks to be turning blue. Dr. <clears throat> spots you as you approach the lab and asks, Did you find the plants in the inbreather? Yeah, I think she's yeah, calling yes. your name. She just keeps saying ahem a, bu- a bunch. <laughs> we found the plants. Mission accomplished. Then there's no time to lose. Arden, Dant, you know what to do. Immediately, the two automatons retrieve the items you've collected and work in tandem with Dr. <clears throat> as he grinds up the plants with a pestle and mortar. He places the mixture in the inbreather and quickly administers it into Aleve's mouth. Aleve's eyes shut and she falls limp into the cot motionless. Suddenly, her eyes pop open. She jerks upright, takes in a painfully deep breath. She takes in a few more gasps of air and then eventually returns to steady breathing. Marcy, are you okay? Do you need anything? Aleve grabs Dr. Ahem's <coughs> arm, looks him dead in the eye, and says in a wheezy voice, She's on the move. Who is Marcy? Paralyte. Paralyte? Where, Marcy? Where is she going to next? Er... Bloom. Herbloom? What does she want in Herbloom? Don't know. Very well. Thank you, Marcy. You've been a great help. But now it's time for you to rest. We can talk more later. Anton and Dan tell believe get comfortable with pillows and blankets. Dr. <clears throat> fiddles with his eye loop for a moment, looks up at you all and says, Well, it looks like you have your next mission. It would appear there's not going to be much time for briefing or preparations, but Sorto can help you figure all that out once you get there. Uh, to Erblum, that is. It's an innovative and groundbreaking city in countless ways, so it's anyone's guess as to what Paralyte is doing there. Just stick together, find out what Paralyte is up to, and help the city in any way you can. Before you go, you will need to stock up for this mission. Just keep in mind, it's unclear how long you will be there, so don't pack lightly. Head over to Coupon Pawn, just down the road. It's a general store and pawn shop that should have everything you might need for the mission. Oh, and here are your earnings from your last mission. And Dr. <clears throat> hands you all your internship stipend. It's probably best you get going. Cue the shopping montage. Shopping time. How much money is that? It's uh, 500 gold pieces. Oh, yeah. my. We each get 500? Yeah. Per oh, person, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's a, it's a paid internship. Yeah. So you all head back down the, to the main row with Sordo and immediately spot a store with a gaudy sign outlined with flashing letters, Coupon Pawn. You walk through the front door and hear a bell ring overhead. Rows and rows of disorganized shelves line the store filled with a hodgepodge of merchandise. In the back, you spot someone behind the counter with their back to you. You hear them say, Welcome to Coupon Pond. Boy, oh boy, have we got a deal for... A goblin turns around with a mustache smile. He adjusts his tan, newsy cap, and then puts his hands in the pockets of his suede apron. For you, <clears throat> beautiful customers, bellissimo... <laughs> oh yeah Where did Gus go and where did this beautiful character come from? This beautiful Italian man It's me, Angelo Did he Mario? Did, 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 did he just change his like accent when he saw us? Me? I, I know <clears throat> I, I have no accent You have the accent Nope, that's just That's John talking That's John talking <laughs> <laughs> 
Moat sounds a little different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, that was John just going like, did this character just change into Italian as it saw us for some reason? Did we trigger Italian? Italian? No, I, I'm from Charlatalia. Oh. Right. Charlatalia. Hey, man, I'll take uh, two slices, pepperoni, uh, some garlic <laughs> knots, uh, <laughs> Mud, do you want anything? Yes, I, I um, uh, love love uh, mud pie. Tea. Three mud pies. Uh, oh, yep, <laughs> extra mud. <laughs> uh, what, what can I help you with? What uh, what is that rod? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the winner of starting conversations. Oh, this this is a immovable rod. A flat iron rod has a button on one end. You can use an action to press the button, which causes the rod to become magically fixed in place. Until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again, the rod does not move, even if it's defying gravity. The rod can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. More weight causes the rod to deactivate and fall. The creature can use an action to make a DC 30 strength check, moving the fixed rod up to 10 feet on success. Which I took that as, like, you'd have to roll 30 strength to, like, kind of do, like, a... Like a, a, a like raising the bar higher, like kind of pumping yourself up in this in in. Or just move it. Like once it's active, no matter where it is, if it's stuck in place, then you can try the strength check to move it. But you could always hit the button to deactivate it and then reactivate it. Okay. Like trap something underneath it or something. Yeah. Gotcha. You like a good deal, one hundred gold piece. And it move. I can move it. I want it. For you, good deal. One hundred ten gold. What? Pits. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like this guy. Can Can I pay less? Okay. Okay. One hundred gold. Oh, he gave you a deal. Eight eighty, <laughs> please. No, I uh, I needed the money to to save uh, my family. One hundred. I'll get it to you for a hundred and five. Oh, <laughs> even a more ah, money for, no. for my family. <laughs> I need it for uh, important business. The little kids, they need to eat. You take the money from my kids. <laughs> Let me think. Do it. Do it, do it Kyborg. I want it. 105, 105. No, I'll do no. it for 105. He, yeah, okay, he looks okay, like he's going okay, to hand it I'll, over to Kyborg. I'll give it uh, 100. 102. <laughs> <laughs> A hundred and two. That's that's not. No. Did you say a hundred and two? It's still not enough. Hey, uh, gum gum, you 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 want to go up instead of down to haggle with uh, Kyborg here? But I asked a hundred one. How many rods do you have? How many rods? Oh, uh, ju- just a th- just a this one. It's a, a, a mm. very unique item. At this point, <laughs> uh, Chris is uh, combating. With his desire to retain the the <laughs> character of Gum Gum, but also his haggling nature of Chris, that really wanting this immovable <laughs> rod. Extreme so couponing. He can't tell if he should actually haggle for the rod or stay in character. It's great to watch. <laughs> also, I want to call out that three other people were interested in this product. <laughs> Who? Three other people? Right. It's me, John, and Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I, oh. I was down for it as well. So I think we do a bidding war. I think we do a bidding war. One hundred and ten. Why? Why are you going up? Like currently, Kaiboru is the top bidder. I'm trying to make that's that not how it to, works. To feed my family. Look, your current starting bid is one hundred five under Kaiboru. I know. And now who's next? One ten. I, I I just hand over one hundred and one gold. 
110 <laughs> over here, bud. 110. Uh, I don't know. Your friend has uh, more money. Uh, Kyborg, no. Could you just reach <laughs> through the stream and kill me? Please? <laughs> it's, it's, you needed it's to talk to your friends. Kyborg, I will share the rug. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I tell you what, if you all want to try to like haggle amongst each other, you all can maybe roll persuasion checks against each other to see who comes out the highest. Okay. How about this? Hey, hey I, I pull Gum Gum to the side. I say, hey, I'll let you buy the rod if you give me 50 gold pieces. <laughs> That's I all so I ask. Much. That's all I want. I love it I so much. 50 gold pieces. Yeah. That's yeah. cheaper than 100. I just need 50 gold pieces, then you can spin the 100 gold pieces. Otherwise, I'll just keep... We'll just keep bidding for this thing. I'll take it up to 300. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so what do you okay, say? Okay, but I'm going to have to loan you. Cool. I don't know what that means, but 50 gold pieces... I'm, I'm going to take 50 gold pieces from you, okay? No. Okay, uh, 115, 115 gold pieces. <laughs> well, do, do you all want to keep? Uh, if you want to keep haggling, maybe roll a persuasion check. Kyborg, I already, I already did. Yeah, I see Gum Gum did. Oh, okay, Gum Gum got a 14, by the way, for our audio that's listeners. A, that's a 10. <laughs> Kyborg's got a 10. You have a negative two persuasion. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. <laughs> that sucks. I don't know what the persuasion check was for. It was to convince each other to to not drive up the price unnecessarily. <laughs> to convince Angelo who he should give the uh, rod to. I didn't see a check from Mud, though. Oh. I mean, I wasn't haggling, but why not? No. <laughs> 20. Oh! I, got a, I got a nat 20. I got a nat 20. <laughs> you set the price. Ah, <laughs> uh, your big friend. Here, he get the rod. 100 gold. I, no. Oh, lovely. I wanted it, actually. No. Thank you so much. For her. I here, called here's, it. Here's the. <laughs> I really. I, I called it immediately. Angelo hands you the uh, immovable rod mud and uh, thank you, my good son. <laughs> here's your here's here's gold. Here's John, do not gold. do this to me. The good thing is we're all on the same team. So <laughs> I love that it finally broke Chris. He's out of character. <laughs> I want please, John. What? What if? What if? We'll just think of it as I'm holding it on for on, onto it for That's you. It's a moment, great okay? idea. Yeah. <laughs> No. Who else want to want to get ripped off? Oh, me, no, me, I mean, me! Uh, uh, make a sale, make a make a make a trade. I will take I'm, one. I'm long not speaking bow. to Mud ever again. <laughs> All right, I I will take one long bow of triumph, please. It's uh, when you, when you land a killing blow on an enemy, you gain ten temporary hedge p. Ooh, hedge p. Ah, fine quality. Uh, 350 uh, gold piece. You got it. Ah, grazie, grazie. Cha-ching. I thought for sure that Gum Gum was going to step in the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's 350 gold. He ain't going to do that. Bart, Bart's ready to place an order here. Go, Bart. Ah, yes, you, you little friend. Yes, uh, hello. About my size. Ah, uh, my, my fine Italian friend or something. Ciao, Italia. Ah, there you go. Oh. Uh, I would love to take uh, one ring of truth-telling, which uh, while wearing this ring, you have an advantage on wisdom slash insight checks to determine whether someone is lying to you. Uh, it's 250 gold 250. piece. 250. 
Ah, fine quality. Thank you very much. Grazie, grazie. There's something special about the halfling taking the ring. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, friend? Uh, you look so sad. He's looking at you, come gun. <laughs> I want the, I want the. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Use your English words. <laughs> but how much for your rod? <laughs> five hundred gold. <laughs> I'll happily hand it over for five hundred gold. Tell you what, four fifty. <laughs> the other guy was cheaper. He was, he was, but unfortunately it's now under the ownership of Mud. I'd like to buy some other stuff, possibly. Yeah, cool for uh. right, you. got something else? I would also love to buy the instrument of illusions. Mm. All of my illusions. Uh, while you are playing this musical instrument, you can create harmless illusionary visual effects within a five-foot radius sphere centered on the instrument. But if you are a bard, which I, I am, if you didn't mm. notice... The radius increases to 15 feet. Sample visual effects include luminous musical notes, a spectral dancer, butterflies, a gentle falling snow. The magical effects have neither substance nor sound, and they are obviously illusionary. The effects end when you stop playing. Don't you already have an illusionary spell? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you just like you just like well, to make illusions. This one doesn't take. Oh, up a why doesn't John? Why doesn't Mud just pick every item for everyone? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually I don't want it. I was actually just trying to bring up if uh, if Bart wanted to uh. save their money for something that was a Oh, now suddenly Mud cares about his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Instrument of illusion, 150 gold pieces. That was just 100. That was just 100. No, 100 150. Well, the document you guys gave us beforehand is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a more, you pay a more. What? It's a volume pricing. Good deal. Can I get the staff of flour? It makes flowers. Oh, look. It's, it's like a rod made of wood. Yeah. So the staff has 10 charges. You can use an action to expend one charge from the staff, and you cause a flower to sprout from a patch of earth or soil within five feet of you. Unless you choose a specific kind of flower, the staff creates a mild-scented daisy. Flower is harmless and non-magical. It grows or withers as a normal flower would. Regains 1d6 plus 4 charges daily at dawn. Uh, if you spend the last charge, you roll a d20 and on the 1. The staff turns into flower petals and is lost forever. Very useful magical item there. Very useful. For you, 250 gold piece. Can I dance to try and bring the price down? Sure. So let's call it a performance check. Okay. Seven on your dance. Seven. Now try a persuasion check as well. It's a ten. Ten. What kind of dance do you want to do? I wanted to do the worm. <laughs> okay. Do you warn anyone or how do you just like get down and start no, doing the worm? In the I just get down and do the worm. I'll use my inspiration dice if I need to. I could do that. Which one do you want to use it for? Uh, probably, I guess, the performance, huh? <laughs> okay. You can go ahead and... Uh, Remove that inspiration die from your character sheet and uh, re-roll that performance check. Ten. Ten. That's better. So ten persuasion, ten performance. I mean, you, I guess you pull off maybe like a passable worm. It's not great or anything, but I mean, you do it. Gum Gum drops to the floor, begins thrashing about. Everyone has to be careful not to get hit by a stray limb. Ah, uh, it's a good dance. 250 gold piece. Deal. <laughs> Uh, sir, is there any way that you give my little friend here that musical instrument for the uh, 
the asking price of 100 gold? Uh, no, all the sales are final. No, I was talking about... Wait, did uh, did Bart buy the instrument? I did. Oh, okay. And I still have 100 gold Sorry. pieces left, I believe. You got something else you want to burn that 100 on? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. What is Two it? potions of healing, sir. That's very practical. Two potions of healing, uh, 125 gold. Oh, my God. Y'all really need to have put the proper prices on this thing that I could have planned <laughs> think, accordingly. Mm-hmm. Methinks Gus was prepared to just do this randomly. All right, one <laughs> potion of healing, you dick. <laughs> uh, 60 gold. 60 gold. All right, cool. Well, I'm keeping the 40 for myself then. I'd love to buy a the Dwarven Stone of Bread that lets the user create darkness in the form of smoke and the smell of freshly baked bread. One use per long rest. Oh, quality item. 100 gold. Lovely. Here's your 100 gold. Thank you for my rock. Bart, can you do me a favor? Can you roll me an insight check? Sure can. But I will be 17. You realize the color of Angela's mustache doesn't quite match the hair under his cap. <gasps> Wait a Uh-oh. second. Hey, guys, I think someone's been using Just for Men. <laughs> mm. Just for goblins. <laughs> hey, uh, a quick team huddle. Right? What's Something's up? off about this guy. I noticed that his mustache does not match the color of the hat, uh, hair coming out of his hat. Yeah. All on my own. The carpet does not match drapes. Exactly. Hmm. Has he handed over these items as we've yeah. bought them? Like I said, all sales are final. Hmm. Right. Should we... Do you want? Do you want to see if there's something going on? Do you want me to kill him? I, yeah. Hey. Uh, I, no, we're not gonna go that far. <laughs> we can steal all his things if we just kill him. <laughs> Let's not do that. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> we should probably question him, if anything. Right. Do you want to? Do you want to talk to him, Bart? Yeah. Sir, uh, uh, I, hel- I couldn't help but notice something seems very off about you. What's your name? The uh, a- Angelo. I'm currently wearing the ring of truth telling. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to determine if he's telling me the truth or not. So you want to make an insight check and you have advantage on it. Yes. Uh, 25. Ooh, 25. Oh. Dang. Nothing's getting past her. Him. Bart. <laughs> me, Bart. I do, the same, I do the same thing all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not sure. You're, you're not sure if he's being totally forthright with you. Wouldn't I know for a fact with this ring? You determine whether or not someone's lying to you. Yeah, and you don't think he's being forthright. So he's lying. He's saying, yeah, he's lying. He's lying. (laughs) You think maybe he's like, he's like got a little bit of sweat on his brow. Okay. Oh. Uh, So is, is, uh, how how long have you been running this establishment? Oh, not very long, long. Uh, Just uh, uh, come, come from Charlottetalia after, after the war. (laughs) I, I only have uh, 30 days to, to come up with the money to free my family. <laughs> Is that a real war? Oh, terrible war. Tell me every member of your family by name. <laughs> <laughs> if you're curious if that's a real war or not, mud, you could roll a history check? Sure. Never rolled that in D&D history ever. History check. So let me just blow off my history that's button. Seven. Seven. Yeah, you're not sure. You're not familiar with Charlatalia history. That tracks for mud. And you say his name is Angelo. Can I look around the uh, shop for anything that seems amiss? Like any uh, 
a mess somewhere or um, like a picture of someone else who should be running the shop. Yeah, I guess what was that? Like an investigation check? Sure. Oh, man. What about a perception check? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could uh, you could maybe roll a perception check if you want. Oh, that's so much better. That's a 22. I mean, you look around the shop. It, nothing seems extraordinarily out of the ordinary. There is a, a very large inventory here at the coupon pond. You notice that there is a very prominently placed tip cup on one of the display cases. You notice behind the display cases on some of the shelves, a small jar that, that says mustache glue. Uh, hmm. Has everybody bought everything yet? I, I, I want to whisper to the group. I'm just, I'm just gonna go for it. If Mud sees that, I can I reach out and just grab that mustache. Oh, I can slide of hand. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I just want to. I, I am, I am a large man grabbing a very small goblin's mustache. Maybe like a, a range touch attack or something. Tell him you got his nose. <laughs> well, it works on gum gum every time. Like an unarmed strike. Sure, that's aggressive. <laughs> We're just using that to see if he touches him, not that he's actually hitting him. 19. 19, wow. You reach out and uh, and you get a, a very firm hold on the mustache and you yank it. Oh, my mustache. Oh, <laughs> uh, why you do this? Uh, it hurts. He's got his hands like, hey. covering his face where his mustache Why was. would you? That was, see, Mud is bullying again. I'm sorry. My friend is mean. My my mustache, G- give it back. No, there is no crime worse than someone wearing a fake mustache. Gum Gum wants to grab the mustache from Mud. My family, uh, goblin pattern baldness. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, just what's going on? Can Gum Gum grab the mustache from G- Mud? I mean, that, that that's between you guys, but Angelo kind of sighs <sighs> and takes his cap off. Says, All right, you got me, okay? It's me, Bezler. Ah! Bezler. Knew it all along. Bezler, you son of a gun. I'm just trying to run a shop here and not cause any trouble, but you guys once again are back. Are you going to rob me again? We we robbed you before. Uh, That's a nice multi-tool you got there, Bart. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Bart starts playing his newly acquired... Uh, instrument of illusions to create some butterflies around <laughs> Bezler to distract him. Bart's getting good use out of his purchases. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. Look, you want to buy anything else? Or are you ready to get out of here and quit wasting my time? Yeah. Does, uh, does a gum gum want something? Well, yeah, you know what gum gum wants, but uh, can I get the, the jumpy ring? That makes you uh, jump. Also known as the ring of jumping. While wearing this ring, you can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action. It will, but it can target only yourself when you do so. Yeah, yeah. 250 gold. Thank you. I tell you what. You give me my multi-tool back, and I'll give you back the extra gold I charged for all those items. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) You know, I think that's a fine deal. All right, you hand him back his multi-tool, and uh, you can refund the extra money that uh, he was upcharging you for items. Hey, uh, Bezler, I think it's uh, buy one, get one free on rings today, so I'll take the ring of warmth for free, please. Oh, here we go. Robbing poor Bezler again. Bezler's never done nothing. Helped you fix your wagon, but you're going to screw over poor Bezler. If I help you grow a mustache, can, can you give a discount? This guy with the discounts. No, there's no okay. discount. I'll, I'll give you a hundred for the ring of warmth. Oh my God, Robin, poor Bezla blind again. 
250. 110. 250. 120. <laughs> 260. 130. 270. Yeah, really good at good at this, okay, yeah. <laughs> 160 final offer. Can I do a persuasion check? Yeah, sure. Make a persuasion check. It's not gonna work. It's a three. What does that give me? <laughs> 280. <laughs> Could you finish up this transaction? No, so I it's, can buy it's, my it's, last it's item, done. Please. I'm so sorry. I've wasted everyone's time here. All right. All right. Uh, the last thing that I'd like is I'd love to get the wand of secrets. If that's okay. Ooh. All right, for you, two fifty. Actually, uh, could I could I get the wand of secrets plus? Can I get um, one p- bottled breath, uh, which would allow me to breathe underwater? Mm. And uh, just to clarify, the wand of secrets has three charges. You can use an action to spend one charge, and a, if a secret door or trap door is within thirty feet of you, the wand pulses and points at the one nearest to you, and it regains one d three charges daily at dawn. Yeah. And then what was the other thing you said? The bottled post- breath. Bottled breath. Bottled breath. Ball contains the breath of elemental air. If you exhale the breath, you gain. Oh, so you inhale it. Yeah, it lets me breathe underwater for about an hour. Okay. But you can also exhale, create a gust of wind. A gust of wind. Can I get both of those? Yeah, if you got the money. I'm all out of money now. Anybody else? Anybody else want to try to rip off poor Bezler? Why were you trying to hide your identity from us, Bezler? Are you ashamed of yourself? Uh, was it because of, of us? Ugh, it's because it's you guys. I didn't want you coming in here thinking you could rip me off again. Or was it because Gus wanted to do a, a funny Italian I think accent? It's, I think Trust it's me. the former, Barbara. <laughs> uh, I think Gus never wants to do funny accents. I think Michael wants to hear Gus do funny accents uh. sometimes. <laughs> uh, could, I, could I get one more potion of healing then? Now that I... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. 50 gold. All right, all right. All right. I'll do a potion of healing as well, if you don't mind. All right, all right, 50 gold. Thanks We're buying your stuff. Business. You sound so sad. Yeah. yeah. We're supporting small businesses. He's a, a little sore about it. Uh, just for clarification, so everyone knows, healing potion lets you regain 2d4 plus 2 uh, hit points. Could I give him back his shirt? <laughs> oh, that's right. You do have a shirt, don't you? Here you oh, yeah, me. yeah. He, he, he would appreciate that. I'm sorry I took your shirt. You're not going to get that rod gum gum, no matter what oh, you do. You stretched it all out. I know. I'm sorry. It, it's like a blanket for him now. <laughs> uh, at this point, Sordo chimes in to remind you. Don't forget, you shopaholics. It's mission time. Let's get over to the Emers gateway and head off to Herbloom. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Mark jumps into the air. <laughs> and freezes for just a second. Just a second. Uh, mud, mud jumps into the air and then hits the uh, immovable rod uh, button and does freeze in the air. <laughs> Gum Gum throws his uh, uh, shackles at Mud. Why throws his shackles? shackles? He just got a shackles. That's what he has in his inventory, and that's what he's throwing at Mud. Okay. <laughs> if there's anything that makes D&D really fun is when one person's mad at another person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sordo leads you all over to the Immerse Gateway, and once again, the front door unlocks for you. You step into the dim, circular stone room, and the cool, moist air gives you a little shiver. Uh, Sordo hovers toward the stone archway, its glyphs glowing teal, and says, Herbloom. The murky gateway ripples to reveal a blurry city covered in what looks to be flowers. Mm. It's much better than the desert city that we just got out of. So uh, who's going to do a barrel roll first, or backflip, or... How are we all going through? You know us too well. Yeah. My money's on Kyborg. Yeah, yeah. Today I want to do a mm, no more than five, no less than eight. 
somersaults. No That's not how math works. What does no that more, mean? No more than five, no, more no than less eight, than eight? No more than eight, no less than four somersaults, please. Wow, you just created an impossible number before. No more than eight, no less than four. So five, six, or seven? Yes. Okay, go ahead and we'll see. Okay, let me roll here. One sec. Kyborg's stretching in the meantime. He's just. So you're going <laughs> to do six oh, somersaults. Okay. So you're going to make six acrobatics checks. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I really regret it. Here, here is one. That's a 16. That's Here's one. Here's another one. 13. Here's another one. Nine. The number's getting lower. <laughs> getting worse and worse. You're getting Here's worse. Here's number one. 22. Here's one more. 14. 20. And then another and last, the last one. one. 20. Those are some good rolls, except for that nine. Yeah, Kyborg starts off really solidly with the somersaults. Then he seemingly like slips on a rock, loses his footing, but then recovers and continues and nails the <laughs> remainder of his uh, somersaults just fine. Somersaulting through the gateway? Question mark. Oh yeah, and then each each subsequent somersault, I I say yeah, and it gets louder as I do more. I go yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Uh, Kyborg is doing something that normally he does in the privacy of his own home. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, the rest of you guys? Uh, as always, Mud just walks through. Okay. Uh, Bart is going to skip very jauntily. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, skipping, is that? Uh, yeah, I guess Check. you can skip without any checks. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. I was like, is it astro acrobatic, sir? Make a no. medicine check for skipping. Gum <laughs> uh, Gum? Gum Gum just walks through. I want to request that Mud marches through like he's at the front of a parade, but instead of a baton, he carries the the, the immovable rod. <laughs> you guys are just going to make Gum Gum feel awful about that. Okay, you all uh, go through the immersed gateway. Before your feet can hit the ground, your ears are immediately bombarded with deafening music and the chiming of big brass bells all around you. You instinctively cover your ears. You feel torrential rain pounding you and the cobblestones at your feet. A bright wall of emerald light shines into your eyes, leaving you blinded with green spots. Oh. If you want, you can go ahead and roll a perception check to try to rub your eyes and get them back into focus. Perception check, got it. 22. Uh, Bart rolled a 24. Ooh, yes. perceptive. Two. <laughs> Two from Gum Gum. That's a, that's a one. What? That's a one. <laughs> one. <laughs> So uh, Gum Gum and Mud are, are temporarily blinded. Kyborg and Bart are able to pull the world into focus around them. You hear a loud gong. The music and bells continue to blare all around you. It sounds like a song you've heard before, but can't quite place it. But you rub your eyes and try to look through squinted eyelids, and you make out four blurry shapes on the ground just ahead. Gong. The bells thunder and shake the ground. You rub your eyes again, and you can finally make out what appears to be four wrinkled and gray-haired corpses decaying on the ground. Whoa. They look like they've been here Ew. for a long time. No. Gong! The music is getting louder and louder. Amongst the four dusty remains and scattered debris, you see pieces of smashed instrument, splintered arrowheads, a broken stick, and some scattered gravel. Gong! Something feels familiar about this scene, like you've seen it in a painting or a dream. As you study the four bodies, suddenly it dawns on you. These aren't ancient remains. It's like you're looking in a broken mirror. You see yourselves lying on the ground. <gasps> oh my God. Dead. What? 
that's the end of the episode. All right. Well, that means that's the end of the show. You guys are dead, obviously, on the ground. So uh, thanks for oh. listening, everybody. Uh, hope you enjoyed uh, this show. Kidding. Will we be dead next episode? Tune in to the Stinky Dragon. <laughs> Find out. I love the plug, Barbara. Yeah, for our own show that you're currently listening to. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, we'll be back next week with another one and find out what's going on in this world. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.